0: It's Monday in the fourth week of Advent. Welcome to today's Advent Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. From Meditations for Each Day by Antonio Cardinal Bacci. It is believed that Mary, like other mothers in those days, wrapped the infant Jesus in swaddling clothes. The Divine Child quietly offered this new humiliation to His Heavenly Father. He saw prefigured in these bands the ropes with which He would be bound in the Garden of Gethsemane, even after He had given sinful humanity His celestial teaching example in miracles, and finally, his own body, in the sacrament of the Eucharist. He saw in them, too, the chains with which he should be secured to the pillar, in order to be scourged in the praetorium of Pilate among jeers and insults of the onlookers. He saw in them, finally, the cords, with which, after having been condemned to the ignominious death of the cross, he would be tied while being led to the place of execution on Mount Calvary. Filled with infinite love for stricken humanity, the heart of the divine infant offered all this in advance to his Father in heaven. Are we making any effort to return such great love? Like Jesus, we are often obliged to endure both physical and moral anguish. Have we the resignation to offer it all to Jesus, or do we squander our opportunities in useless complaining or in acts of impatience and rebellion? We shall have to go on suffering anyway, but in the latter case we may have to suffer even more and shall lose all merit in the sight of God. Let us kneel down before the Holy Infant wrapped in his swaddling clothes, and let us promise to endure everything for his sake and in reparation for our sins. Many people nowadays want God, but on their terms, not on His. They insist that their wishes shall determine the kind of religion that is true, rather than letting God reveal His truth to them. So their dissatisfaction continues and grows. But God finds us lovable, even in our rebellion against Him. Fulton Sheen Today is the feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. This is from the Church's Year of Grace by Pius Parsh. Much has been written and said about Thomas' weakness of faith. We moderns are inclined to speak about the sin of Thomas, even dispute its gravity. Gregory the Great, with greater profundity, saw rather God's providential ways. The unbelief of Thomas has benefited us more than the faith of Magdalene. Should we not then reflect on our own failings? So often do we make the firmest resolutions to avoid this or that fault, and yet how easily we repeat it. Indeed, many of us have our apology ready, I just can't help it, that is the way I am. In spite of God's grace, man sins. But should we not give some thought to God's ultimate purposes too? Perhaps He has a special purpose in permitting our faults. In this life we may never quite understand why. Yet this much is clear. We need ballast for our soul's voyage through life, else we would become lazy, easy-going. And how valuable for the soul's progress is the realization of our weaknesses and wretchedness. Only in the life beyond will we understand the great importance of our temptations and failings, for our personal sanctity as well as the sanctity of the Church.